Hello, this is Jacob Robinson, and you're listening to Progress, the PT podcast. Hello and welcome back. This is Progress, the PT podcast. I'm Jake Robinson, your host. This episode, episode number three, recorded number three anyway, is entitled Coping Under Pressure. Now this podcast is really designed to discuss and provide tips for you, the PT, on how to cope in a high stress environment. So I'm really passionate generally about mental health and this is a subject that I was looking forward to talking about. It's been on my radar, but it wasn't really a priority for me to record until a couple of weeks ago. I had myself um, a minor wobbly, is what people in my family would call it. Um, I wouldn't call it a breakdown. (laughs) Yeah, I'm not going to get the mini violin out or start feeling hard done by. Uh, People go through a hell of a lot worse. So I'm not feeling sorry for myself, but it wasn't pleasant. So today I'm going to talk a little bit about that and about what I believe has caused that to happen and how I dealt with it and how I would do better to deal with it in future. Now, I want to start first by trying to talk about how to understand what stress and pressure means to me and to you, hopefully. Now, stress as a PT is part of our jobs. We worry about whether we'll make enough money to pay the bills, uh, whether we're going to hit our target. Uh, We work early in the mornings and late at night. We work on programs and our diary in between those sessions. We try to eat. We deal with clients that are inflexible, unreliable, or aren't doing what they're supposed to. Um, We deal with false promises and people not coming through on things and the list just goes on and on and on. Nonetheless, I've been told many times how easy my job is by people that don't do my job. And here's the thing they don't know. Uh, This job is mentally and emotionally exhausting. And if you're a PT listening to this, you'll completely understand this. Your brain is switched on from the moment you wake up to the moment you go to sleep and it's running overtime. Let's take today for example, I've just finished my first bout of work, I had clients at 6.30, 7.30, 8.30, 10 and 11, so pretty much back to back, Um, up at 6, straight out the door, half an hour gap between those clients to eat, I'm now back in the flat and recording a podcast, I'm doing a voiceover for one of our workout videos on YouTube, Uh, and then I've got to go back in later, I've got a 4, a 5, a 6 and a 7. So I've also got to figure out how to eat in this gap and when. Um, Now, yeah, it's not particularly physical per se, our jobs. Uh, We don't necessarily have a boss to answer to. Sometimes I do wish that I did have. Um, At least I'd get to come home, bitch about my boss, moan a little, have something to eat, but then switch off and go to bed and leave my work at work not bring it home but we are the boss we're in charge when we're PTs most of us are self-employed and even if we're not we still represent ourselves a lot of the time now sure we have breaks in the middle of the day 
Um, but that doesn't mean that our jobs are easy or that we have a life of luxury. It's far from it. There is no switch off for us. Clients can message us whether it's our day off, whether we just got home from work. Uh, they can ask to move their sessions. And that has a cascade effect on everything else we're doing. If I'm, if it's a Saturday and I decided to take the day and I get a message from one client moving their session, asking for another time um, later that week, it's my duty to try and Tetris the whole diary together to try and make sure that the, the week works for everyone and that I can get the most clients in. And that can take me hours. Um, and it's very, very difficult to find the time to not think and to switch off for a while. Now I feel like this is turning a little bit into a rant, so I'm going to be a little more productive and helpful with this, just bear with me. Um, If you're a new or seasoned PT, what I've just talked about is the reality of the job when you're busy. And it will be until you're so busy that you can get to start being more demanding because you're in demand and you can afford to say no to some people. Now, the pressures that I and other PTs experience mainly come as a result of being busy. I don't stop often, and when I do, I'm scheduling clients, working on programs, sending out links for equipment that clients need to buy, calculating macros, answering questions, replying to new client contacts, um, trying to eat, grabbing coffee, and then also trying to build another business, really. now this isn't a consideration just for when you're a, uh, an existing PT. This is something that should be taken into account, or the things I'm going to go through should be things that are taken into account as you begin your career as a PT. Because if you can set certain practices in place, you won't get to the point that I'm in and the other PTs get in where they feel low and frankly anxious about all the things they've got to cope with. Um, because this is a tough job because it's a service industry and you need to be there, you need to be present and you need to be attentive to your clients and if you're really struggling mentally and physically and you're tired it has an impact on your job so you have to be taking care of yourself first and foremost now I would put money on all of you ignoring that initially um, because it's easier said than done until you get to the point when you are feeling so crap that you realise that you need to take control of things. So even if you just implement some of these ideas and strategies that I'm going to give you during this podcast to your initial stages of being a PT, this could have a huge impact on your longevity as a PT, staying in the industry, creating a better, more reliable business and being happier, frankly. Now, I've written out here the main causes of what I think resulted in me feeling like shit last week um, or a couple of weeks ago whenever it was now I'm just going to I haven't prepped what I'm going to talk about with these I've written out the titles of them so I'm just going to talk about them and how I think they've affected it so first one is money we worry about how much we're going to get we have to make sure we've got enough coming in Um, so this not having control of your money is going to be or it in general is always going to be a stress factor when it comes to being a PT. Clients. Like I mentioned briefly, clients can chop, change, cause you issues, be difficult, be rude, not pay you, disappear. Um, 
and you have so many of them and so many different personalities that they can really affect your mood and your stress. Time, fitting all your clients in, fitting all your personal life in, managing um, your clients and your their needs and their training and their nutrition. Um, and also just finding enough time to eat, drink and go to bed. Which leads to the next one, tiredness. We're up early, we're at home late, spend a lot of hours in the gym. Most of us, I don't know many PTs that nap, um, but most of us stay up the entire time, so they're long days and sleep can be short after we've eaten. Nutrition, affected by time, stress, everything. Um, making sure you're getting the right food to support your daily needs, which are probably quite demanding if you're a busy PT. And your training. If you're not training, you're not feeling healthy, you're not feeling like you're pushing yourself, um, staying in shape, getting some release of endorphins, um, if you're not training and fitting it into your schedule, that's also going to have a real effect on your state of mind. So those are the brief kind of summaries of the areas that are going to cause you problems if you're not on top of them. So now what I'm going to do is go through the ways that you can combat these issues and some strategies that I implement and use to try and manage them and some things that I've thought of really recently as a result of my wobbly. Now, I'll go into more detail on all of these in individual podcasts. So don't worry if you have questions on any of these. If you do, just leave a comment or message me on Instagram at jacobrobinson underscore progress. So now I'm going to dive into each of those that I just outlined and talk about what things you can and need to do to keep you from getting really stressed and to keep your business successful. Money. Know your numbers. So... Let's talk a little bit about it. People don't like to talk about money and PTs don't like to talk about money with each other, but it's something we talk about all the time with clients and it becomes something that's really easily talked about. Now, you need to be on top of your money and know what's coming in and out. And as a PT for years, I spent time living in ignorance because I didn't really want to know what was going on with my money. Um, with a, a diary that chopped and changed a lot, it was easier for me to just wing it and figure it out. Now I do not do that. And since I've started forecasting and planning what money's coming in and when and allowing budgets for certain things, I am living a completely different lifestyle and my stress levels are significantly reduced. Set up a business, get all the money to go in there, figure out your personal expenses and pay yourself to cover those personal expenses. And that's it. Get all of your business-related expenses to go through that business account. Make sure the two are separate. If you then start generating enough money that you can start paying yourself a little bit more for a little bit of fun and to live a better, higher quality of life, then you can do that. But let some money build in that business account and that will relieve your stress and allow a buffer to build. Okay, next, clients. Be clear on expectations. Clients will run rings around you if you just say, yeah, I'll do whatever you want to do. Uh, you just tell me, no, don't do it. When a client asks you, look at your diary and try and figure out how you can get back-to-back -back clients and 
beginning and the end of the day so that you can have a more pleasant day where you can structure it and not have loads of random breaks and have to run around all the time and go back and forth to the gym. It will improve your quality of life, allow you to work intensely, then take breaks off from work. Uh, and that will improve your performance at work and the happiness of your you and your clients. So be a little bit more demanding from the beginning. Clients are far more reasonable than you think they are. I know they're paying you and they're these people that can change your mood in a second if they want to fuck shit up and be mean or difficult or not pay you or just disappear. Uh, but they are humans. They are just like you. And if you say to them, is there another time you can do, they will give you options. So ask the question. Don't just take any slot. Time. Like I just said, be more demanding on the time um, in your diary. So get people back to back and allow yourself breaks to switch off. Also have a switch off day during your week. Even if it's a half day, make sure you've got that. Tell your clients you're going to be off, no messages, or just don't respond um, for that half a day. But it's best to tell them you're going to do it, or even if it's an entire day, take some time away from the business. Otherwise, the business will run you. You will not run the business. This I am getting better at, but I find it difficult because I am a doer and I just want to get stuff done as soon as it lands in front of me and make sure it's out of my way. It's detrimental. Try to make sure you're having time off. Tiredness, get sleep. Schedule two lions, and I say that in inverted commas, uh, per week. That might just be 8am if you're doing 6.30 clients like me. An 8am start is a lion. Make sure you've got a couple of them a week or you're getting to bed a little bit earlier because you need that sleep and you need that recovery. I saw Phil Graham post something on Instagram recently that stress and training volume increases um, mean that you need more rest. And he just put it so simply, if you're increasing your amount of clients and you're trying to train as well, or the volume is going up in general, uh, your stress is going up and you're going to need more rest. Now, he was referring to training in general, but I'm applying that to being a PT because it's a very similar principle. If you're not getting enough sleep, you're literally burning the candle at both ends and you will crash. That's what happened to me two weeks ago. Working all hours of the day, not taking a day off. I had something like, this is now early March. Um, I did. I think I had three days off, as in not in the gym, since the beginning of January. And those weren't really days off. You know, I had a funeral in there and a couple of other random things, but I had loads of stuff to do during those days. They were not days off. So make sure you take days off and make sure you get sleep. Nutrition. You tell your clients what to eat and you try to support them, but the first thing we do is throw our nutritional needs out the window. We either overeat and we overeat crap when we do have a chance, or if you're like me, I just don't think about eating and I skip meals and then I lose weight and then my energy goes down and yeah, I feel dizzy, lightheaded. Um, can't do it. Know your nutritional needs, work out your macros. Hit your targets each day, prep in advance. At the bare minimum, hit your macro target for the day. Um, that's the bare minimum, otherwise you will crash. Uh, and make sure you're, you know, those days that you're, even if you're super busy and you come home late and you know you're not going to get a lot of sleep that night, then spend an hour cooking some food um, for the next few days. But if you have got a lay-in the next morning, um, maybe spend some time that night prepping for the week. 
because it will take another thing off of your plate and these components are so important for you staying healthy. The last thing is your training. It's very difficult <clears throat> to keep up with training when you're training people a lot. And even if you're not super, super busy and blocked out, the last thing you want to do when you've done four or five clients in a row, three in a row, is get in the gym and start lifting or start training. Um, so it can be really difficult to keep up with it. And also, if you are busy, to prioritise your training time over getting money from a client is very difficult. My advice, and something that someone else told me years ago, was to try and figure out a relationship where you can train with certain clients, clients that don't necessarily have a lot of money, um, but want to train, charge them half and train with them. Easy. Okay, so those are my basic pointers. My battery is low on both my camera and on this um, recording device. So money, know your numbers, clients, be clear with them and be a little bit more demanding. Time, again, be demanding and have switch off days. Tiredness, get more sleep. Make sure you schedule a couple of lines, even if they're an extra hour or two. Nutrition, know your needs, hit your needs. Make sure you've got food. Training, train with some clients. Done. Any questions, you know where I am. More podcasts coming up soon. I really hope you enjoyed it and really, really hope it can be useful for you. Thank you. Bye.